It's time for the April 26, 2013 edition of Weekly Signals Weekly Review, an interpretive guide to current events broadcasting from the campus of the University of California at Irvine in the backyard of KUCI 88.9 FM. I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Caspar. Muller, Muller, Muller. He's a silly boy these days. You know he's wearing his anteater cap? His little anteater baseball cap? Oh, why is that? I don't know. I don't, I th- ooh, yeah. I think he's excited about the fun drive. And for those of you listening online, you're not out of the clear. You're oh. not out of the clear at no, all. No, we're not. No, we need you to give. We need you to give, too. Speaking mm-hmm. of anteaters gone awry, Mike. Mm-hmm. Authorities in the Philippines detained a crew of a Chinese ship carrying 22,000 pounds of contraband anteater meat. Say that again. Authorities in the Philippines detained the crew of a Chinese ship carrying 22,000 pounds of contraband anteater meat. Okay, that's a lot to digest. The boat's 12 crew members were taken into custody and charged with poaching. I think they would be. The meat and scales. They use the scales of the anteater, too, of the pangolin anteater mm. that they had poached are believed to cure various ailments. Of course they think that. Yeah, of course they think that. Yeah. The global illegal wildlife trade is estimated. That would mean all over the world, those trading and dealing in illegal, you know, anteater wildlife meat. Wildlife meat, yeah. yeah it seems to... Is a $19 billion a year oh my. business. Yeah. It's the fourth largest illegal global trade after narcotics product and currency counterfeiting product and currency counterfeiting in other words you know knockoffs yeah yeah yeah. Uh, and human trafficking flows in there too before we get to to uh, illegal wildlife trade the risks are low compared to the other crimes yeah and the uh, high level traders are rarely arrested prosecuted or convicted the fishermen the poachers the chinese fishermen yeah face up to 12 years imprisonment and fines of up to $300,000 for the poaching charge alone. Yeah. Then they're going to have another charge on top of that for possession of pangolin meat or anteater right, meat. meat. Yeah. yeah. That's kind well, of crazy. Yeah, I have know, no it, idea. It, it does seem that this is uh, more and more in the news. We had the uh, IKEA. They had uh, – what kind of meat do they have in there? Deer meat or something like that? Uh, uh, I imagine that this is a big. It's been obviously nineteen billion dollars a year. It's a big story. It's a it's a it's a it's an extensive trade issue. Um, but I think one of the reasons it's not as high profile in terms of prosecution is I would imagine a lot of it's a cultural perception. In other words, you that hear and eaters are well that meat is meat. That if we're going to eat, if if you can justify uh, a cow killing a cow in, yeah. for its meat. Where in India that would not be acceptable. Meat is meat. Meat is meat. Yeah. Right. I mean, so I I'm not saying that this is any less repugnant to me. I'm just saying that culturally speaking, there are a lot different perceptions of what is considered acceptable meat eating. Which explains why I have a craving for human flesh right <laughs> now. Yeah. Well, I've known that, and that's why I never go out at night with you. Uh-huh. That's, and I never I'm never seen anywhere <laughs> yeah, after dark. Well, there's other reasons, but that. we won't but, get into that. Yes. That's another story. That's another story for another time. The Afghan government accused the CIA of responsibility for a U.S. airstrike that killed 17 Afghan civilians, including 12 children, earlier this month. Mm. So we've been accused. CIA mm-hmm. has been accused. Mm-hmm. Heavens me. 
the CIA seemed like such an innocent group of guys. Why would anyone want to accuse them of anything? The victims were killed after violence broke out between militants and U.S. forces. A CIA employee who headed a covert group of paramilitaries was yeah. also killed. Yeah. I hear whispering. It's crazy. Where is that whispering coming from? I have from? no idea. That wow. is an odd That's thing. Nuts. That it's in is my very, head. Yeah, it is. At the White House last week, McClatchy reporter Amina Ishmael, this is, I wanted to bring this up. Remember last meet, uh, week I, uh, I was going on about the uh, McClatchy reporter who asked if the strike, uh, you know, the drone strikes, could be compared to terrorism, mm -hmm. the U.S. drone strike. Mm -hmm. I just wanted to call out her name, Amina Ishmael. Okay. Yeah, a McClatchy reporter. I think it's good. I think that's very well, good. We, I, in fact, I think that question should be asked at, at every uh, press conference. Right. Do, do the U.S. drone strikes count as terrorism? Right. Right. And, and explain why they don't. Well, and that's right. I think they need to be constantly pressured on this. And by the way, we'll get to the the bombing at the the marathon and the the developments later on. I'm sure we will. Yeah. I will. And um, they apparently uh, the brothers. One of the brothers cited the drone strikes in um, Yemen and. And Yemen, Pakistan yeah. and Afghanistan as one rationale for their actions. Uh, we have talked about this extensively on Weekly Signals over the ma many years, that this cause has caused a tremendous amount of uh, uh, hatred in the Arab world uh, right. that we are unaware of. Our press has been a, have done a terrible job of giving us a perception that they have of us because of the drone strikes. And this, unfortunately, we'll get into it, but... There's a little bit of blowback, I think. And that's too senior. What, there too go. senior. I didn't mean to jump in. No, no, it's fine. I'm, we'll talk too senior it. Israeli military officials asserted that forces loyal to Syrian President Bashar al-Assad have deployed chemical weapons that killed dozens of rebel fighters and civilians, saying their evidence, including photographs of victims foaming at the mouth. I don't think that. I think this is just some guy that just started his job at McClaskey or whatever. Foaming at the mouth? Foaming at the mouth. What? Well, that's possible that that's happened. Victims from maybe they were. I don't know. Yeah, or maybe they were. Well, made them very close to one hundred percent sure. Yeah, I guess it is. <laughs> I guess it is right. Yeah, I put I put the chemical weapons together. I guess they were foaming at. They the were mouth. foaming at the mouth. Wow. Sarin is what they're accused of using. Yeah. I, I believe is one. It's a nerve nerve gas, and it attacks the nervous system, causes you to seize up and not be able to breathe, which would probably cause me to foam at the mouth. I'm in the sure. English language, we need a literally in there. Uh -huh. Including photographs of victims literally foaming at the mouth. Yeah. Don't you think? Don't yeah, think because it's such better? a yeah. We say it because all, we yeah. all say someone's yeah. foaming at the mouth. Yeah. I, I've seen you at many many different many shows here. Weekly signals foaming yeah. at the mouth, and this has nothing to do it's, with chemical or summer, yeah, no, yeah, That's nothing, a shame. Yeah, that's a, Defense Secretary Chuck Hagel mm -hmm. public re rebuffed the claim. He rebuffed it. He did. He said it's full of it. Baloney. Well, that's what he Poppy said the day pop. before yesterday. Yeah. Israel has thought, sought to prove chemical weapons used by Syria in order to trigger the red line for intervention floated by President Obama. In other words, yeah, I, I think there was even that little bomb with uh, who, who drew that little red line on the. Oh, bomb. that was Netanyahu he, yeah, at the yeah. UN or something. Yeah. He drew a, a chart and he had a bomb like a yeah. like a eight year old, seven year old yeah. would draw. Once yeah. we get up here, yeah. then the bomb goes off. Yeah, he was saying. Yeah. yeah. As as if people don't understand language at the UN, they need a little graph, you know. <laughs> 
kindergarten graph. But speaking during a visit to Egypt, Hegel said no conclusive evidence has emerged. So he's kind of backpedaling. Well, he said was we have varying degrees. I wish I had the language, specific yeah. language in front of me. It was varying degrees of certainty that they might be chemical weapons being used in yeah. Syria. It was a, Various it, degrees it, of certainty. Yeah, varying degrees of certainty yeah. that there might be chemical weapons being used in Syria. I have varying degrees of certainty that Chuck Hagel is lying. <laughs> well, yeah. it sounds very familiar, doesn't it? Yeah. Very familiar. I'm not saying it didn't happen either, but I'm just saying, boy, this sounds like a, a script we've heard before. A 7.8 magnitude earthquake struck southeastern Iran, killing at least 35 people in neighboring Pakistan. Many women who do not dress modesty lead men, young men astray, said a senior Iranian cleric, which increases earthquakes. Wow. Did, did Pat Robertson move to Tehran? I think so. Oh, wow. I had no idea. Who knew? Thousands of workers walked off the job in Bangladesh as the death toll from a collapsed garment building continued to mount. Okay. Around 200 people were found dead in the rubble after an eight-story building housing garment factories collapsed near the capital, Dhaka. By the way, that death toll is up to over 300 as of to this morning. Just a quick update. More than 1,000 people injured. Yeah. An unknown number of workers still trapped in the wreckage. Most of the dead were young female workers. Cracks had been found in the building, but employees say the factory owners forced them to work anyway. Mm -hmm. The Bangladeshi government declared a national day of mourning. Angry workers have blocked key highways, marched on several factories, and rallied outside the headquarters of Bangladesh's main manufacturers group in Dhaka. One of the cool yeah. ways in which these people are forced to work i'm just being facetious when i say cool one of the ways in which they're being forced to go back into this uh, these situations is they tell them they're not going to pay them for the month that they worked that's what they told these people if you yeah. don't go back in we're not going to pay you for this month so they did many of them and um this was a sizable crack this was not something i believe the crack ran along three or four different floors in in the building yeah and was uh, significant enough to where the people who were in running the bank at the bottom floor, yeah. they didn't go into work that day. Wow. I mean, the people that yeah. had means to not have to work every day did not go back in there. So, By, but, but we don't need unions, do we? No. no. Those are just crazy, crazy. They're, they're uh, socialists, by yeah, the way. They're holding back the uh, wheels of progress. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Guatemala's top... An Top court. Guatemala's top court annulled the historic trial of former U.S.-backed Guatemalan dictator Efrain Rios Montt, Mont. sending the case back to the earliest stages. Rios Montt was tried on charges of genocide and crimes against humanity for the slaughter of more than 1,700 people in Guatemala's Ixal region mm. after he seized power in 1982. As the trial neared a close last week, appeals judge the appeals judge ordered its suspension and nullified all proceedings dating back to November 2011. I think there's something at play here, don't you? A little bit of money on the side. Yeah, well, yeah. there's a lot of money. And, and frankly, the 1980s, there was a lot of support from the Reagan administration. They probably don't want a yeah. lot of attention drawn to this. Uh, or a lot of facts uncovered, yeah, too. Yeah. As you go into the trial, you start finding out that, exactly right. well, maybe we did have some hand in the slaughter of 17,000. 1,700 innocent people there. 
Yeah, there's a journalist, his last name is Nair, I can't think of his first name, uh, who was uh, set to testify, who was there on the ground during this period of time, had a lot of data to share, and has been basically told uh, to go home. Then, uh, just this week, Guatemalan's Constitutional Court sided with the the judge. Mm. The Constitutional Court sided with the judge and ordered the case transferred to her jurisdiction, restarted, and restarted before the genocide charges were brought. Mm-hmm. So they're just doing all sorts of legal hanky-panky there. Mm-hmm. Massacre survivors had attended Rios Montt's trial and offered testi- testimony about the atrocities they witnessed. By, by the way, I'm, I'm sorry, to, I'm going to go back just because I want to read this. This is important. We may be on the verge of putting uh, our U.S. military uh, in the line of fire in Syria. I, I want to just read this one sentence from Chuck Hagel's statement yesterday. Okay. Uh, regarding regarding the the, uh, the possibility oh, no, of Sy- chemical, chemical weapons, weapons being used in in Syria by the Syrian uh, regime. Uh, intelligence community assesses with some varying degrees of confidence that the Syrian regime has used chemical weapons on a small scale in Syria, specifically chemical agent sarin. So. Some degrees of varying confidence that the Syrian regime... Varying confidence and small quantities. And small quantities. And not to say chemical weapons are chemical weapons, period. It's a, it's a crime. It's a, it's a war crime. Meat is meat. Yeah, meat is... Uh, so, meat is murder. So, there you go. And it's also meat. And it's also meat. Yeah. Sorry. Cigars that was just, I cigars. Just, I just went to that thing, that Smith album. Anyway. Yeah. I understand. So, there you go. Former Pakistani President Pervez Musharraf was disqualified from participating in upcoming par- parliamentary elections and then fled the Islamabad High Court in a convoy of black SUVs after a judge ordered his arrest on terrorism charges. When I see danger, I jump into it, <laughs> said Musharraf, whose campaign had been threatened by Islamic militants. Then I realize it is not a danger. Well, it well. is not a danger. What a guy. I love that guy. Don't you where think? Has she, where has he been? I don't know. I haven't seen him all day. Oh, there he is. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the way Mueller feels. When he sees danger, he jumps into it. Kind of. (laughs) Kind of. A hacker group called the Syrian Electronic Army took credit for hacking the Twitter account of the Associated Press. Oh, I know. This was fun. Yeah. Because what it did is uh, the financial markets were thrown into turmoil. Well, what did they say, Nathan? What did the electronic, uh, the Syrian, what do they call themselves? The what? Syrian Electronic Army. Army. Yeah. They took credit. Yeah. They said we did it. But did what? Well, we'll get to that. Oh, okay, because that's important. Well, it's not that important. They they threw up a lie where President Obama had been injured in a blast at the White House. Yeah. This drove the stock markets the markets down. Yeah. And this wasn't based on necessarily people reacting right. to that. Right. This was this was because of the algorithm algorithms in the uh, computers computers that are doing that are really controlling the world stock markets these That's days. That's right. They they look for bad words yeah. to and, get strung together and then they react. They have an algorithm as you like said that, injured Obama. Obama, White House, injured yeah. Obama. So the stock markets dropped. So they started selling, uh-huh. which caused this gigantic, well, I think this is great plunge. Fun. I really think this is great fun myself. Wow. Well, Don't you? Well, Come on now. These, these can we, ass wipes, yeah. if I may. Yes, you may. At, at, you know, that run Wall Street. Yeah. Have been screwing around with us for so damn long. Yeah, it's I, about time they get it in the ear. Well, can we string together <coughs> unicorns, ice cream, and 
and and and world peace and see the stock market spike or would it spike? I guess that's the question. I guess so. Why, I, I, why don't we give that a try? Why don't, why don't, I mean, I would just like to see a roller coaster ride yeah. of bad information being thrown in yeah. to the algorithms yeah. of these bastards computers yeah. and, and watch the market just bound up and down until that kind of trading is no longer yeah. legal. Yeah. 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 And thanks to the Syrian Electronic Army, for whatever reason they did that, they, they're actually, in my mind, helping things out a bit. Yeah. Yeah, and are they the Syrian Electronic Army? I yeah. mean, is that just something that someone, some? I don't know. Some Mahler, do you know anything about them? Anything at all? Yeah. No, okay. <laughs> what is it? What is it? Yeah. Well, oh no, I'm well, not, not going to get any further. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, well, I I heard him say he he got their latest remix that he really the likes Syrian uh, yeah, yeah, Electronic he really likes Army. Them, yeah. Well, yeah. well, he doesn't yeah. know a damn thing. Right. Is life on Earth older than the Earth itself? Ooh, that's a think about it. Is it? Is life on Earth older than the Earth itself? Tell me. A pair of scientists looked at the rate at which the complexity of life increases and then extrapolated back to a point of zero complexity, or what we like to call the origin of life. Mm-hmm. In other words, zero complexity equals no life. Mm. The answer they came up with is 9.7 plus or minus 2.5 billion years ago, okay. which is much older than the Earth. Got me here? Wow. Yeah. Now, this is just kind of all wow. fun and game theories right now, but it does call into question a number of provocative yeah. things. Wow. Guantanamo Bay Naval Base officials confirmed that the number of prisoners participating in a hunger strike had risen to at least 84. Mm-hmm. Got anything on that? No, that's exactly... I was, thank you. That's a good... Yes. That's what... Yeah. What's going on there? Wow. Why? What's going on? I don't know. I'm, I'm a little bit, a little bit confused. Yeah. Do you have anything? Uh, keep going. Keep going. Yeah. Scientists have determined that the temperature near the Earth's center is six thousand degrees Celsius, one thousand degrees hotter than in a previous experiment run twenty years ago. No. So we're a thousand degrees hotter at the center of the Earth right now than we thought we were. I don't know what difference that makes. I don't know. That doesn't sound but I good. Feel, I'm starting to feel a little warm. No, it doesn't mean that we, it, it has risen. They've just read it. No, they've now got a better reading. Accuracy. Of it. Okay. But right. to think that they were Should a thousand I? degrees off, I don't know. That's a lot. What on earth? I don't know. I'm, Three men yeah. from the uh, United Arab Emirates were deported from the kingdom because they were too handsome. Oh, I yeah. Yeah. Which I'm always afraid well, of getting kicked so, off of UCI yeah, UK, the campus here par- because Mike and I are yeah, yeah. breathtakingly I beautiful. Apparently, I can't yeah. go to Saudi Arabia now. Well, that yeah. So uh, these these men, yeah, these Emirates mm-hmm. would unduly attract the ardor of too many Saudi women. Mm. Yeah, well, ardor, ardor. The Emirati men were expelled from the country by Saudi religious police while attending an annual cultural show. They were just minding their own business. They weren't, like, flaunting their, their good looks. Their, their handsomeness. Yeah. Um, I want to know, I, I think this is a question worth asking, what was the criteria that, that these men were deciding regarding the men that they thought were too handsome? Do you know what I'm saying here? Do you kind of get where I'm going with this? I think you and I, pretty much. 
Don't you think we were kind of the the, the baseline? Maybe we were the baseline. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> but I'm saying I'm, I'm just trying to determine the uh, the motivation here. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, well a, a festival official said the three Emiratis were taken out on the grounds that they are too handsome and that members of the Promotion of Virtue and Prevention of Vices Commission feared female visitors could fall for them. You know, I see a, I see yeah. a, I see a calendar in their future. Yeah, ooh. See what I'm Let's saying? Get in touch with these you get guys. in touch with these guys, round them up. Yeah, the yeah, exactly. Too handsome. Like I am too handsome for the world. Too, too handsome, handsome for too Sally. handsome calendar. Yeah. The too handsome calendar, yeah. yeah. I'm telling you. Men who have been banned because of their handsomeness. I'm liking this. Oh, yeah. I'm really yeah. liking this. <laughs> really. Got anything more international wise? Uh, you you've been so thorough. <laughs> That it, <laughs> there's nothing else anyone needs to know about. That's the world I think right that now. we could take they, a whole week worth of you know I don't I already know about that yeah. people are saying to themselves. Uh, no, I think you got it. Yeah, really? if, I, if something just Is that hits, true? Me, hits me like a rhythm stick, you know, first I'll of let all, you know. I'd like to say we're in the middle of a fun drive yes. at KUCI here, mm-hmm. and if you're listening to our podcast, or if you're listening live online, or if you're listening live on air, that number. Because you, I, you already know why you oh, should give yes. money to support us. Yes, yes. At 949-824-5824. Operators are standing by. Did you have another story there, Mike? Real quick. Yeah. Speaking of the too handsome thing and all that, yeah. uh, France legalized gay marriage, which apparently, surprisingly to me, caused, caused quite a stir. There were protests and it got violent in, in France over, over the uh, legalization of same-sex marriage in, in France. Well, they have to put up a front. I guess. Yeah, I, would, I, thought, I mean, of all the – I mean, not that I – it's just think France would be very, you know, cosmopolitan it's about that. It's, it's a, a front. It's a front. Okay. Yeah. All right, all right. They want us to think that they're not gay. <laughs> yeah. That's probably – Probably true. And we, which is, you know. All I right. Mean, okay. I got, I got you. But whatever. I just, I just was sort of surprised at the apparent level of uh, of resistance to it. Yeah. That's all. Anyway, nothing else. That's it. Yeah. Just about the, the fun drive again. Yes. A little bit more on it. Yeah. Well, let, let me just say, yeah, uh, uh, Nathan and I have been doing weekly signals now for a, uh, about a decade. Yeah. And uh, we have not received one nickel of compensation for the coming here every. <laughs> we've fr- been fine. <laughs> In yeah. fact, to our great detri- financial detriment, we come here every Friday morning to to uh, do what we love to do, which is be on the radio. And KUCI has provided us with this wonderful opportunity, uh, and we would like to share with you uh, how much it's meant to to me, and I'm sure to Nathan as well, that uh, this is a, a unique place, certainly in Orange County and probably anywhere else in the country, for free-form radio. Play, DJs are no playlist. They play what they want. We, as programmers for P- uh, public affairs, get to talk about what we want. It, it's an incredible opportunity and a, and a place, and we love being here, and we hope that comes across to you. And we want you to support us. We ask you twice a year to open up your wallet, give us $35, 50 75 $100. And it's not a, it's not a lot. It's a couple of weeks worth of uh, of uh, coffee at your favorite coffee house. Yeah. And um, for a donation of thirty five dollars or more, you get a nice brand new KUCI T shirt or any number of premiums. Yeah. Just yeah. call nine four nine eight two four five eight two four. That's nine four nine eight two four UCI KUCI nine four nine UCI KUCI. Yeah, it's amazing how they do that. I'm just always. Stun button. What is it? Oh, there you go. What is it, Mahler? Do you want to talk about something, Mahler? Anything at all? I think it's that time, don't you, boy? Is it time for drones? Drones, boy? 
Oh, he did. Drones! Yeah, there we go. Jeez. He's got that baseball cap over his ears, and I don't think he's hearing right. You know that anteater cap? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know why he wears those things. Well, it's solidarity with the... With, with the, the anteaters. With, with the meat poachers. Yeah. yeah. With the meat poachers? I'm saying... No, like that came out wrong. solidarity with the anteaters who have been poached. Thank you. Yeah. That's... Thank you very much. <laughs> I don't think he's in favor of eating... And eat your meat? No, no, no. A U.S. drone strike in Yemen killed at least two people. The victims were described as suspected al-Qaeda militants, of course. It was the second U.S. drone strike in Yemen in less than a week after several months of quiet. The week's first bombing killed five people in the village of Wasab. So they're just killing people over there. Yeah. With their drones. The and that gives drones a bad name. Because we know the drones can do good. Yes, we know. No, if we could focus on the good and not the evil, right? With our drones, right? Things would be okay, right? Governor Rick, go ahead. No, no, I, I was just going to guess what you. Florida said. Governor Rick Scott signed into law uh, a bill limiting how police could use unmanned drones for surveillance. This is something all Floridians should be proud of. Scott said, "We shouldn't have unreasonable surveillance of ourselves." He has a way with words. Doesn't he, though? Yeah. At, by the way, Rick Scott's the guy who ran uh, one of them, big medical uh, health care providers uh, in Florida. Yeah. And his company was uh, assessed with the highest, the greatest fine in the history of fining medical um, providers. Uh, what and were it they didn't, doing? You know? They were bill, illegally billing Medicare. It was one uh -huh. of the things they were scamming, yeah. Medicare. So, so that's the guy in charge, and I you know, take it with a grain of salt. We should be proud of that. We should be proud of that, and I'm I'm with him. I don't think we should be unwar unwarranted surveillance of our of our people, but, yeah, yeah, of ourselves, of ourselves. The American Civil Liberties Union, the American Civil Liberties Union, yes, is pushing for the Federal Aviation Administration to address the unavoidable privacy concerns that stem from the domestic use of drones. Commercial and academic institutions are anticipating that future use of drones or unmanned aircraft systems, as we like to call them. We do. Why don't we just have drones, for goodness sakes? Are we going to ban the use of the word drones? What become like the, uh, what do we call it, the D word? Is that what we're going to call it? I'm just saying. If we can't, that oh, industry I see. doesn't the D want word. us yeah. to be, yes. use drones I, anymore. I, you know, I don't, it's, uh, it's easy. It's an easy word. Everybody knows drone in some yeah. way, you know, so. I'm, anyway. I'm yeah, I'm with you. They want to, uh, they're doing all this in anticipation of, of drone use in civilian space, the ACLU is. So they want some parameters. They yeah, want some they guidelines. Want and yeah. I think that's good. Me too. Think Me too. We need Me to too. discuss this because we're going to have things flying over our heads looking into our lives. And sure. Boston's police commissioner called on, um, for, called for more cameras, more surveillance, and even drones in the aftermath of the uh, Boston bombings. Drones are a great idea, said Police Commissioner Ed Davis. You remember Ed Davis? Yeah, he was a guitar player, Jesse Ed Davis, wasn't he? No, that was the that was the police. We didn't we have a police chief named Davis? That's what I'm saying. Oh, I'm sorry. That would be him. No. In a Boston Herald report, I don't know that that would be the first place I'd like to invest money, but certainly to cover an event like this and have an eye in the sky, that would be much cheaper to run than a helicopter. 
and I think that's a very good idea, Sid. Uh, well, Dave, of course, it is. It is less yeah. expensive than a yeah, have a uh, you know two or three patrol cars in yeah. the neighborhood, or have a drone parked over. And it. I could see a drone use at, at an event like this, as long as at know, an event makes some kind of sense, right? Boston right. police, uh, however, may have a tough time getting their hands on a drone. More than fifty, thirty states, thirty states, including Massachusetts, which is you know I think where Boston is. Right? I believe is that that's right? right. Yes, Boston. Yeah. Rhode Island? Rhode Island. Yeah. There's More than 30 states, enough. including Boston, Massachusetts is, well, Massachusetts, mm-hmm. which is where Boston is, okay. are rushing I, to we, restrict the use of drones by law enforcement. In other words, they want to stop this from happening. Yeah. So maybe, maybe Ed Davis won't get his drones. Yeah. I believe he played with George Harrison, too, didn't I? I'm almost sure it was Jesse in, Ed Davis? in the concert for I Bangladesh. I saw him a number of times, Jesse Ed. Yeah. 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 Concert for Bangladesh. Doing, it, doing his own stuff. Yeah. Then with Leo player. Young early on. He was an L.A. studio musician there during the 60s and 70s. Yeah, that's right. Jesse A. Davis, a fine one, too. Yeah, he was a very yeah. good guitar player. Excellent. Uh, great reputation. Like yeah. I said, I believe he was at the concert for Bangladesh with George Harrison. Senator so. Rand Paul, yes. who's in Kentucky mm-hmm. and is a Republican, yeah. insists that he hasn't changed his position against domestic drones, but admitted that a recent interview he gave left the mistaken impression he had done an about-face. <laughs> Paul touched off this flap about his drone reversal Mm -hmm. when he said that he wouldn't have a problem using drones if there was an imminent threat. What does that mean? I don't know, because the way we now define imminent threat in the U.S. government is if we think that someone is threatening us. With varying degrees of confidence. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's not really an imminent threat. An imminent threat means it's going to happen. It's going to happen, but now it's... And what is an imminent threat anyway? An imminent threat, I mean, you must live in a state of imminent threat all the time, Mike. We do. I do. You do. Yeah. Yeah. I'm about to threaten you at any moment. (laughs) It is imminent that I will threaten you. But it's not an an imminent, you know, say, punch in the face. Action. Yeah. I I know when the action is imminent. I'm I'm not sure when the the threat is imminent, but I do know when the action is imminent. Yeah, there's always an imminent threat. Yeah. And and it's true. And, and, you know, to law enforcement and to the military, uh, the world looks like a dangerous place. They want drones. To the rest of us, it looks like a place we're trying to get through life and do the best we can. And we don't want some, something parked over our heads monitoring our every move and our every action. Maybe. If you're voyeuristic. If you like well, to that's another yourself, whole thing. I'm yeah. just saying, to, okay, Maybe that's you know, to doctors, about. the whole world looks like they're sick. To, to law enforcement, the whole world looks like it's about to commit a crime. Uh-huh. And of course, of course, they want drones. And of course, the military wants more drones. We have to say, here are the boundaries. And that's, here that's, are the boundaries. Here are the boundaries. You can have a drone. If you want to park a drone over a hostage situation, yep. I understand that. That's great. You can do that. If you want to fly a drone into the building where the hostages are being held, okay. You like that? Yeah, okay. I'm fine with that. It's going to happen, and I think we need to be ready for that. But, but if you want to like fly a, a drone the size of a bee yeah. inside of, say, KUCI. Right. Exactly. Just to be sure that nobody is uh, or how about, uh, doing something illegal. There. Or how about a group a group of mothers against drunk driving or yeah. mothers against the war, and you want to park a drone in that, in that uh, room? No, yeah. you can't yeah. do that. 
to so, see if they say anything that could be construed as anti-American, in which case you'll And in the meantime, there's a them. strong likelihood that there's an FBI agent already in the room provoking them into doing something that they probably would. That's the would. beauty of Jones, though, because eventually they'll be so inexpensive that the Mothers Against Drunk Driving or whoever then can fly a drone right up inside of that FBI agent. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Which is what I've always wanted to do. <laughs> Uh, the UK is now uh, controlling armed drones in Afghanistan. They're, they're, uh, UK. Do, the UK. Okay. They're, they're doing it from uh, Lincolnshire. Uh, I assume that's a city in, in RAF Waddington in oh. Lincolnshire, yeah, okay. in England. Yeah. Well, they're almost completely out of there. I'm surprised to hear they're even doing that. But, um, okay. Is that all right? No, yeah, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? <laughs> what are you going to do? How, Jolly good. How about those Dodgers? Yeah. Hey, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to move on okay. to domestic stuff right now. Yeah, we got we got to. Yeah. We, we really are. Barack Obama has been accused of reneging on his disarmament pledges after he emerged, after he emerged, after it emerged. Mm. No, not after he emerged. Who wrote that? I after don't. it emerged. This is just bad English. After the administration was found out to be planning to spend billions on upgrading nuclear bombs stored in Europe to make the weapons more reliable and accurate. Under the plan, nearly 200 B-61 gravity bombs stockpiled in Belgium, the Netherlands, Germany, Italy, and Turkey would be given new tail fins. Like a 59 Cadillac, I believe. (laughs) Like that. That would then turn them into guided weapons that could be delivered by stealth F-35 fighter bombers. So we're taking... We're repurposing the bombs is yeah. what we're doing. We're giving them a, another configuration. Yeah. To... We got some fins on them now. Yeah. Well, can, can we, we get... This is Obama Finn bashing time. Are we, is this the Obama bashing hour right now? Because it's just, this, this is what he had said he was going to eliminate, reduce. Exactly. And now, oh, well, wait a minute. We're going to continue to modernize these weapons to make them even more hair trigger. It flies directly in the face of the pledges Obama made in 2010 that he would not deploy new weapons. We're going to spend $10 billion on the life extension program for the B-61 bombers and another $1 billion on adding controllable tail fins. So $11 billion right. is, is going For toward... weapons that we literally cannot use. We're, or we've L- been told that we don't want to use. Well, let, let's be honest. We use. I don't want to be honest. Okay, we, we want to use more than one of them. Yeah, you're you're threatening the very life force for a good part of the world, wherever it's dropped, and then in all likelihood, any more than that, which would would come from retaliation from whoever you threw the bomb at, would likely bring the end of the world. Would this be considered a terrorist act? <laughs> yeah. 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 You know, you know, the United States has refused to to, to sign the, uh, a first strike treaty yeah. banning the use of uh, the nuclear weapons as a first strike weapon. We will Those not bastards. do that. We will not do it. The Rhode Island Medical Examiner's Office has identified the body pulled from a river on Tuesday morning as Brown University student Sunil Tripathi. After the FBI released pictures and video of the Boston bombing suspects, mm. well, that's posters how it, okay. to online sites Reddit and Twitter speculated that Tripathi looked like one of the suspects. Gotcha. At that point, the 20-year-old Indian-American philosophy major went missing. Reddit general manager, or read it, depending on how you like it. Mm. Either read it or you read it. Mm. 
Eric Martin apologized for the dangerous speculation that spiraled into very negative consequences for innocent parties. Now Tripathi has been found dead. I didn't. When I read the story initially, it sounded like he disappeared before the bombings. Exactly. He disappeared before the bombings. Okay. And then, then he, but, you know, disappeared. I mean, maybe he just went a, into hiding. You're a teen. Well, I'm not hiding. Maybe no, he was just, just having a end. good time. Who yeah, the hell yeah, knows yeah. what he was okay, doing? Okay, got you. I, you know, you or I could disappear. Yeah. And unless someone's really like, crazed about it he might have just been going on a little fun trip i don't know okay yes yeah, so he obviously he didn't he didn't he was going into hiding he, did, he, yeah, he was, he was like a suspect a couple of these guys. now do we know how long he had been dead when they found him floating in the river because that would mean it could mean that he they're was, looking into that okay stuff now. Well, all right yeah okay and I'm done with Boston, unless you want to go into something about no, that. I, no, nothing more. I mean, they had him on uh, the, the, the two brothers, one of the brothers, uh, Tamer, Tamerlan. Uh, yeah. Uh, Sar, how do you say his last name? I, I was practicing this. Sarnayev. Sarnayev. Um, was uh, was on the terror watch list. He'd been interviewed yeah. by the FBI. They did background checks on him. They checked his his email and his web traffic and determined that he was not a can consider him a high level threat and the other brother is not i mean the the one that's in custody now is not saying a thing right yeah right all right and that's where it stands yeah the house representative passed the controversial cyber intelligence sharing and protection act which we'll call cispa with a vote of 288 to 127 it now moves to the senate where it once again faces an uncertain future Uh uh-oh CISPA would allow for voluntary information sharing between private companies and the government in the event of a cyber attack. Yeah. Backers argue that it's necessary to protect the U.S. against cyber attacks from countries like China and Iran, or anybody for that matter, but opponents said that it would allow companies to easily hand over users' private information to the government. Of course it would. And one cyber attack, and I'm sure that all files would be downloaded. Yeah. 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 And this is another thing. This is something that rarely gets discussed, but the uh, nexus now between private companies who do intelligence work and the government is getting increasing more and more. And uh, as I said before, it's still the case. About one-third of all the intelligence gathering operations done uh, on behalf of the U.S. government now is done by private companies. So, you know, it's almost inevitable, but we've got to stop what we can. I was just going to mention, uh, I think you mentioned it last week on the Texas bombings, that the plant's owner, West Fertilizer, never told the Department of Homeland Security it is well over the limit no. for the amount of ammonium nitrate. It was 1,350 times the amount of ammonium nitrate that would normally trigger government inspection. They're supposed to say when yeah. they go over the amount. And, because well, it's used in bomb making, and yeah, so the government wants to know about it. And, and, and they hadn't; they've been fined, but not in twenty years, and nobody had inspected the place forever yeah. and ever. New figures show inequality sharply widened in the two-year recovery following the period known as the Great Recession, which would be like a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Yes, like like now still. <laughs> <laughs> According to the Pew Research Center, the top seven percent of U.S. households saw their income jump twenty-eight percent. Top seven, twenty-eight percent jump, while that of the remaining ninety-three percent declined. Yeah. So it's not really a recession if you're one of the rich seven percent shites yeah. that caused the thing. Yeah. The wealth gap separating the top seven percent from the rest jumped from a ratio of eighteen to one in two thousand and nine to twenty-four to one in twenty eleven. 
Uh, more good news for the well, greedy. Is 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 there a tipping point, Nathan? Is there some point at which people uh, go, oh, wait a minute, um, we can't let this go on. We can't. Uh, I just wonder sometimes. It makes you wonder sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at what point do people say, well, it's okay. You know, they're the job creators and there's no jobs. Huh. The Environmental Protection Agency issued a surprising public challenge to the State Department impact study that effectively endorsed the Keystone XL pipeline. This this is very distressing. It is? Yeah. The Environmental Challenge, the the Keystone Pipeline, the the EPA, said... uh, Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. the, the, The State Department... Issued their report last month yes, and concluded the Keystone XL does not threaten the global climate Thank you. and would lead to fewer emissions than critics have alleged. But in an unprecedented letter, the EPA said the State Department had used insufficient information to reach its conclusion. The EPA letter singles out the review's conclusion that building the pipeline will not adversely affect climate change nor impact whether tar sand oil is extracted. Good Thank you. I, I, I was, I, I was projecting that the other part. I understand. And, and I, I'm sorry. That was what I. And heard. just to clear things up, federal authorities dropped charges against a Mississippi resident detained last week for allegedly sending ricin-laced letters to President Obama, Senator Roger Wicker of Mississippi, and a local official. Shortly after being released, Elvis impersonator Paul Kevin Curtis told reporters his arrest had been a nightmare. So what? This seems weird. So he yeah. didn't send it. No. There was and there was but there was Ryzen, but he didn't send it. I guess yeah. okay. And and he goes on uh, just say how much he he respects President Obama and blah blah blah. Of but all the of all the also, presidents he yeah. wanted to poison, he was his favorite one. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. That's uh, probably, hours after sorry Curtis that. was released, the home of another Mississippi resident was searched in connection with the case. Oh, okay. All right. Top U.S. diplomat John Kerry said he would maul ways to deepen U.S. engagement in the Arctic. Amid this is in the Arctic, amid pleas from lawmakers to name America's first ambassador to the resource-rich region, that would be ambassador to the Antarctic. Hmm. To the Arctic, I mean, to hmm. the Arctic. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking I might want that job. Well, it sounds like a sweet job. As long as you don't need to live there. No. And uh, just one other important bit of news. A Florida woman was arrested for violently yanking her ex-boyfriend's penis after he refused to resume dating her. Okay. I just knew that would get a reaction out of you. Okay. Well, you know, I mean. She was arrested, though. Okay. That's That's the news. Mm. Good. Just want to let you know mm-hmm. you're not safe. No. She's anything out there. Else? She's out there. <laughs> Is she on Match.com? Does it say anything about her being on Match.com? Um uh, all right. Uh, well, we sort of you got I, domestic news at all. No, and I I wanted to just touch on this because it's, okay, it's international news. North Korea is making even more noise lately, huh. and, and the United I States right now. Calm down. The United States and South Korea are right now currently engaged in a joint military operation that they do every year. Yeah. And the North Koreans are reacting in provocative ways. They've cut off access to a, uh, a an industrial area that they the North and South shared. Um, I don't know if it's any worse or better. It's just I wanted to point it out that the, the North Korean situation hasn't gone away. That's all. Very good. Yeah. Very good. Yeah, that's what I do. Now, I'm just going to ask you a question. It's a technical question. All right. On our CD player number two. Yes. Does it say that it's on single play there? That's all. 
Uh, yes, it does. Very good. That means that <laughs> you're a proud recipient of all funds from the KUCI Fund Drive. Not really, of course. We don't get paid here, and that's why we're asking for your help. That number again, 949-824-5824. Uh -huh. And finally, and finally, and finally, and finally, in Tabasco, Mexico. Mm -hmm. You know that place. I do. I love there. I love Tabasco. You love Tabasco? You mm -hmm. do. You have a hot sauce thing, I do. You? I do. I do. In Tabasco, Mexico, the last two speakers of the language Ayapaneco. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. We're refusing to talk to one another. <laughs> I didn't These know are that. the last two people that can speak this language. This is why I think, you know, I mean, I'm all for saving heritage and culture <laughs> and, and indigenous languages and all that. But, you know, if, if nobody wants to talk about it anymore, why should I be spending money to, to save it? Uh, isn't communication yeah. what it's all about anyway? And whether I, you know, I, I want the most amount of words to express the ideas that I have. Period. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. like I like saving other cultures, but if uh, you know, these two are refusing to talk to one another, it makes it kind of difficult. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, one anthropologist said, uh, frankly, they don't have a lot in common.